Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. To talk about the Yankees and where they go from here, we bring in Bob Clappish from the ledger. NJ.com has been covering baseball in the area for, oh, for a while. Um, and uh, definitely a voice of reason. Um, hey, Bob, how are you? I'm fine. Fine, Lori. Thanks for having me on. Um, Bob, you wrote a story earlier, you know, in, in the last week that intrigued me that I was reading up on and, uh, in you know, NJ.com, The Ledger, um, about Hal Steinbrenner and that the decision to bring back Brian Cashman had already been made. Um, you know, I know there are always unnamed sources and that sort of thing, but... Um, how set in stone do you think that is, and is there anything that could happen between now and the end of the season that would change that? Um, it's it's pretty set in stone. I mean, I was told by somebody who was very familiar with Hal Steinbrenner's thinking that he trusts Brian. Uh, he trusts Brian's track record of putting a winning team on the field every year since 98. The Yankees draw really well. The ratings are great. Uh, the Yankees are worth almost $7 billion, and those things do matter to the Steinbrenner family. And I, th- I emphasize the word family because they are now run by Hal and his siblings. It's not just George anymore. It's a completely different business model. And for the most part, Hal has, has turned the keys of the operation over to Brian, and for the most part, Brian has fulfilled that obligation. Uh, except this year is different. Obviously, the Yankees are headed for their worst season in 31 years, and something is going to have to be done. Uh, let me just back up and say one thing that I've, the point I've made in several of my columns recently: Hal Steinbrenner is not his dad. He's gone, spent his entire life trying to not be his father, act like his father, be the same businessman as his father. All of that has been gone has gone in the opposite direction. He doesn't have a temper at least not a public one. He doesn't like firing people. He's more than happy to be in the background and let Brian Cashman run things. And like I said, for the most part, the Yankees have returned on that investment. Except now, if the Yankees finish last or even next to last, close to last, something will have to be done. I don't even how cannot stay, cannot remain deaf or oblivious to, to the, to the growing unhappiness in the fan base. And I use that word, even that is a G rated feeling curated description of what's going on. I mean, all you have to do is look at social media and see how angry the ticket buyers are. I think Hal will, will come to Cashman and say, look, you're my guy. You're, I have, you have a contract here through 2026. I'm not letting you go. But 
if this continues, then something's got to change. And uh, my personal belief is that uh, Aaron Boone will will be gone after this year in the wake of a last place last place finish. And I think that is much more likely to happen than Brian Cashman being fired. So one of my listeners and followers on social had this question for you. If the Yankees finish in last place, keep Brian Cashman, but Hal Steinbrenner sends a message that says um, things have to change. Besides firing, changing a manager, if you wanted to change this roster, do you think Hal has the um, stomach for eating contracts? We look at what Steve Cohen just did to try and make the Mets younger, a younger pitching staff and and being able to turn things over at the trade deadline. Would Hal Steinbrenner consider eating contracts, um, whether that was a DJ LeMahieu, a a Stanton, or whatever it is, at some point to try and make this roster younger and more athletic? Well, I mean, he's already eating Aaron Hicks's contract, uh, which uh, he was loath to do. Look, let's let's remember one thing: Hal Steinbrenner has a lot of money. The Yankees are worth billions, but he's, they're nowhere, the Yankees and the Steinbrenner family is nowhere in Steve Cohn's neighborhood in terms of wealth. Steve Cohn can afford to eat contract after contract after contract, and it will barely make a dent on his portfolio. The Yankees, as wealthy as they are, as the Steinbrenners are, they don't, they don't run in the same neighborhood as Steve Cohn. They're not going to just release Giancarlo Stanton. They, they are, it was one thing to let to be paying Aaron Hicks while he's playing for the for the Orioles, but they're not going to have a mass unloading of, of the veteran contracts. They're going to have to live with them a little bit longer and rebuild over a period of time. And I think that's where the change is going to come, is that is that Hal Steinbrenner is going to go to, to Cashman and say, look, we have to do more than change managers. We have to change the way that we evaluate talent. We have to do more in terms of growing the farm system. Players who come here don't get any better. Except for Aaron Judge, what Yankee has gotten better since he put on the pinstripes? That's what has to change. It's not just a matter of excising money. It's the development of talent, of rebranding the Yankees as an elite organization. And they've lost that. They're a mediocre team now. And they've been mediocre for a year. What we saw today is just symptomatic of what's been going wrong for, for an entire 162-game 162, 162 span. And really, if you think about it, the Yankees have been in a downward trend since 2017. They just haven't gotten as close to the World Series as they did when Aaron Judge was, was a rookie. So I think that is the priority, is to completely revamp the way talent is evaluated, scouted, scouted, scouted developed, and ultimately flourish in New York. You just haven't seen that in years and years. What would you say, and you're somebody who um, I think has a, has a good understanding also of pitching, and what would you say, or how do you explain all of the issues that the Yankees have had with, um, with you know, I understand they, they signed Garrett Cole, he's an ace, that's going well, but Cole aside... Uh, Clark Schmidt's having a nice year. This has been almost a um, a perfect uh, a perfect storm of everything going wrong with their starting rotation. What would you attribute this to? Some of it is bad luck. Uh, some of it are factors beyond their control. I mean, I, you can't blame the Yankees for 
I mean, not directly anyway, for Domingo Herman's alcohol problems. They did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that's an on the field issue. I mean, he was having a good year, but who knows how much drinking he was doing behind the scenes, how much of it we, we don't know. And I, I don't know if you can blame that on player development other than he's obviously got a disease and he needs help. I mean, his career with the Yankees is over. He's going to, some other team will take a chance on him in the future, but he was given a second chance by the Yankees and he obviously blew it. So I think we've seen the last of him in New York. I, I just don't know if you can blame the Yankees on that one. Um, you know, I, I, on Radon, I'm, I'm just at a loss at that. The Yankees paid $162 million for six years for what was the number one free agent pitching talent on the market. And the Yankees went out and outbid everybody. They really went out and got him. And everybody applauded the Yankees for getting the guy they had to get. He was going to be the wingman for Garrett Cole. It turns out he's just not healthy. He was not in shape. I mean, he has a hamstring injury in the middle of the summer. And, I mean, that doesn't happen unless you're, you're, unless you're out of shape. And I just, I just don't understand it. And I think the Yankees figured that they were getting, they had to figure that they were getting something better than that. The fact that Radon has pitched so poorly or else he's been injured has been devastating to them this year. They really calculated, they, they calculated him being at least a, a solid number two behind Colin. It didn't happen. And as, as far as Severino, he just, he's just shot mentally. I mean, he just needs to go somewhere else. I don't know if he's injured, if he's, or if he's hiding an injury, or if he's pitching out of fear of an injury, or if he's tipping his pitches, but he's pitching with such a lack of confidence right now that he hardly resembles, you know, the the near ace they had in, in 2017 and 18. That has gone backwards. So really, you have no rotation at all right now. After after Cole and after Schmidt, and that's just not enough to get you anywhere. I mean, the Yankees. Not only are the Yankees not a championship caliber team, they're not even a playoff caliber team. Just about everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. Are you, you know, we mentioned Luis Severino, and it's been sad to me to watch someone who obviously cares so much but is um, is struggling so badly. And are you concerned with this upcoming series against the Braves to have Severino, you know, what's it going to do to him mentally to pitch against a lineup like that? You know, I'm, I'm thinking a part of him, Part of him wants to challenge. I mean, there's still a competitor in him. I mean, that's the way he was raised. He's a very committed guy. I don't doubt that he's serious about his craft. But look, he's only human. He's gotten shelled every time he's gone out there. Somehow, he's he, the, the, the league has uh, the American League has cracked the code on him. They've figured him out for whatever it is, whether his spin rate is down, whether his confidence is shot, whether he's tipping his pitches. Right now, he's an easy mark. And a part of them has to be thinking that if I go out there again now against the best team in the major leagues, they're going to light me up. I don't know if the Yankees are doing him any favors by sending him out there. I just don't know if what, what they stand to gain, given the probability that he's going to have another bad outing. Now, I could be wrong, of course. At any time, this could turn. That's the beauty of sports, is you just don't know. But seeing what I've seen over the last month from him, you know, in his shoes, I'm sure he's, got to, he's just filled with self-doubt. Specifically, you... Today's game, which you know felt like the uh, low point of the season and um, such a, a crushing loss for the Yankees. Um, you mentioned Aaron Boone, probably you know if if this keeps up, um, gone after the season. We we think so much with the Yankees about a team that relies on analytics, plays probability, thinks through things um, like that. How do you explain not walking um, 
burger today. You have an empty base. You have a hot hitter with, with already uh, two base hits in the game. The player behind him and Sanchez was 0 for 4 on the day. How wouldn't the numbers, if you're following them, say walk the intentionally walk burger, set up a force at home and a, and a double pay as a, as a possibility there? Uh, that's that's the those are the odds I like better than pitching a burger. And what was a, a stunning to me is that when Boone was asked by my colleague Max Goodman, "Did you even think about loading the bases and, and putting burger on?" Boone said, "No, never never crossed my mind." Now, how could it not cross your mind? I mean, the hottest hitter in this series is now standing at the plate. You just not they just knocked out the Yankees' closer, mm-hmm. so they've gone to Plan B and Canley. Now the hot, their hottest hitter. Is at the plate, and you didn't even think about walking him. I, I, I'm just, I'm just stunned. I was speechless to hear Boone say, "No, it never crossed my mind. I wasn't going to do it. I didn't want to load the bases and put that pressure on Canley." Well, how about the pressure of facing what was at that moment the Marlins' greatest threat? I mean, the probability of Canley prevailing in that at bat was pretty low. It was almost, it was almost, uh, it was almost a fait accompli that. That burger was going to hit a line driver, hit the ball hard somewhere. That's how hot he was. So I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get Boone's reaction to the loss, which was placid, unemotional. I don't know if he's accepting of losses. I don't know if he feels like the situation is hopeless. But his reaction was just so tepid. Well, we got to get him tomorrow. He just had the worst loss of the season. And you're talking about turning the page, moving on. Some losses are just unacceptable. They're unacceptable, and Boone has to say that. He has to make his players know that what happened cannot stand. It has to be fixed. And he should say so publicly. He should not be afraid of putting pressure on his players. And yet, he wanted to play play cool, downplay it, because he knows he's got to go out there again tomorrow. But it's gotten too familiar. familiar and I just I get the sense that these losses have just stopped hurting. The Yankees may just have finally realized it's not happening this year. Last one before I let you go. Um, just you know, big picture as we look at how the Yankees handled the trade deadline, and and certainly we see teams they they essentially punted. Did they didn't trade off? They got Middleton, a relief pitcher, but they didn't do much. We see teams like the Angels, um, the Padres, the Diamondbacks who were aggressive and now are, are are struggling, and we see the Mets where they took a look at it and said we're going to um, do a big uh, sell off. We don't believe in this year's team. When you look at all of that, do you think the Yankees had the right strategy at the deadline? And what what did you think of the Mets' strategy? Well, I thought the Mets overreacted, and I think the Yankees underreacted. I don't I don't know what the Yankees' plan is. To, when Cashman said we're going for it, we're going for what? I mean, the team has been playing a 500 ball now for a year. So what is it that he's going for? Clearly, this formula does not work. And now, what has been a championship caliber of franchise? For, for 20 years, 25 years, is now in last place. And that never happens to the Yankees. It's literally like we're watching Haley's Comet. This hasn't happened since the 60s. And it feels like the bottom has fallen out on this franchise, which is why I think that Boone will be in trouble, not for any particular game or any strategy move. He's a nice guy. He's a good man. He's smart. He's got all that. But the Yankees don't finish last. That's, that's an unacceptable finish for a franchise of this prestige. It just—it's unacceptable, and he's unfortunately going to have to be have to be held accountable for that. All right. 
Bob Clappish from The Ledger. Uh, if you're not reading his stuff, you should be. Um, appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you soon. Okay, Lord. Thanks again for having me on. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.